0: It's early morning, and I'm drinking coffee. It's very, very overcast. It's been raining. And in the quiet and the semi-darkness of the morning, I want to do another entry. This would be entry or episode four into My Father's Tales. Everyone likes to talk about their parents and the things that they did and the relationship they had with their parents and, and so forth. It's It's... It's what we do, but as we are in lockdown in this month of April in 2020 because of COVID-19, the pandemic, I thought it a really good time to to talk about my father and uh, some of his tales. When my father passed away in 2001, he and my mother, my mother had already had already gone on before him, and but they had a, a house. There's a lake in Texas called Lake Whitney, and my my dad and Gary helped a lot. Uh, built a house there. It was it wasn't a huge house. It had two bedrooms and one bathroom. In the bathroom, it had a claw tub, which I'll get to that later. Uh, a clawfoot tub. The heavy cast iron kind of deep tub that takes a ton of water to fill. <laughs> the old-fashioned kind of tub. But he also had um, three boats there. One was a cabin cruiser. It wasn't a big, a big cabin cruiser, but it was a cabin cruiser. One was basically designated as a fishing boat. For him, he and Gary, my husband, loved to, to fish together. They were great fishing companions. And the rule was, my dad's rule was, you had to get hit it early in order to, to, when the fish would be biting. And that was not a problem for Gary because he's an early riser. So they would leave in these god-awful hours to go fishing. And the thing about my dad. Was he. You know he liked fish. He did in his in his younger days. He took it very seriously. And, and fished like, like a crazy man. And. But when he went with other people. When he was the host. For other people. He wanted to make sure they. Had a good time. And he did everything. He wanted them really. To be the ones to catch the. To catch the great fish. And. My dad, when the fish were caught, he could he could uh, scale a fish faster than anything. And as a kid, we had a, a little instrument. It was about the size of a potato peeler in our uh, utensil drawer. And it had these little jagged things, kind of like a shark's teeth. And as a kid, I always found it. What is this? It's so weird. Every time I took it out of the drawer and I like to kind of play with it. But it was a you know a fish scaler, and he could scale those fish like nobody's business, fast, 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 and clean the clean the fish and fillet the fish like no one else. Where there would rarely be in you would would you ever find a bone here and there, you would find a bone, but it was rare. And uh, but if he didn't want to take the time, if he knew. Pretty much, and he loved to give big fish fries with the, with the fried potatoes and the, and the uh, uh, hush puppies in the, in the works. And he also likes barbecue, but that's a, that's a separate, that'll be a separate entry. But if he thought that he would be eating, he and my mother would just be making these fish for a dinner, you know, for them. He didn't bother to fillet them. He would just uh, freeze them uh, in a way that you could easily uh, separate them without tearing them up. But when, if we happened to be there, (laughs) Yuri and I, or even me as as a kid, my father could eat like Felix the Cat. If you're familiar, there's a, a Felix the Cat which I haven't seen in 100 years, but would put the fish in his mouth, pull it out, and all the fish bones, he would pull it out by the tail, all the fish bones were intact. <laughs> that was My dad didn't eat it like that, but he could eat around fish bones like and leave it perfectly, eat on one side, flip it, eat, eat it on the other side. It was amazing to see the fish bones when he would be finished with them. But this brings me to my father's love of of nautical (laughs) things. As a kid, he had a he had two boats. One was a Chris Craft, a speedboat, and I do mean speed. And the other it was inboard outboard, and absolutely. Gorgeous, long, sleek, trimmed in red, uh, Chris Craft. You know that, you know the kind, the classic kind. They're classic now. That was the speedboat, and it held quite a few people, actually. And my dad had all of the things you need: the skis, the the boards and many of his friends would ski, my father only used one ski slalom, he only used one ski when he skied, and many of, some of his friends skied barefoot, my dad did not do that, but he only used one, he never used two, and I just had these visions of my dad, I can see him in, in my head, how he would lean back, just lean into it, and my mother was, my mother did not want to ski, did not ski, but water ski but she could drive that boat she could drive any vehicle let me tell you because he was a a great teacher and she could drive that boat for him or for anyone else to ski Uh, and he would just lean back into the into the ski and never fell I never saw him fall and he would just let go and sink into the water and my mom would swing around and pick him up And he also loved to ski on these little boards. Um, Back then, I don't know what they would have been called, really. They were a little small disc. uh, I believe disc disc is what they called it, skiing on a disc. And they were small, and he he loved to ski on that because he was kind of a daredevil. (laughs) He really, really was. He would push the limits, push the limits. And he would... Well, I, I want to get back to him never falling. There is a there is an addendum to that, but he would when we would go to the different lakes, he would and he had certain ones that were his favorite. Uh, there was one uh, in the Fort Worth, Texas area called uh, Eagle Mountain Lake, and it's a beautiful lake. And he and Gary fished that lake a lot, and that was his favorite. Uh, late to ski on it's big lots of room to, to to ski to ski fast you know to go fast 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 safe very safe he was very very conscious life jackets you know the works very very safety conscious but he was still a daredevil when we would drive now, on a sunday if we weren't if he didn't want to get on the lake we would he would drive around the lake and he would uh drive really fast and be in the back seat up to the, what we thought what i thought especially being the, the really young kid uh to the edge of like going in the like going in the lake, in the lake. <laughs> and then he would put the brakes on and scream and uh, and he loved doing that so he was he loved to you know to do things to freak you out a little bit but yet very very safety conscious of 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 me and and, and my sister, uh, but he back to the falling part and how he never never took a spill. Rarely did I say, Well, really and truly, honestly, I never saw him fall in, in when he was skiing. Never. But I, I came home from school one day, and he was in the kitchen, and he was sitting at the kitchen table and he was wrapped up his upper torso was all wrapped up and he looked awful he looked really miserable well what had happened was the prior weekend he the prior the the day before really he had he had fallen he had been skiing on the disc and he had taken a really bad fall and he had broken a rib and he was in agony and he had been uh, to, the, to the emergency room and he did not require uh, hospitalization but he couldn't move. He could hardly breathe. And it's the my dad was tough as nails, and he never complained. And so to see him actually grimacing when he took a breath, it was not pleasant. It scared me really as a, as a kid. It scared me. You don't like to see that in your parents because your parents push through, or my dad, they push through. They shield you from that. And but it didn't stop him from skiing once he got well. He he did not he continued on but I, probably if I knew he was a little more cautious but the the cabin cruiser was a whole different whole different kind of thing that's where you uh, you would take it out and I I remember one day I I was not in school and uh, so it was just myself and my and my parents and which I loved I was kind of a tag along shadow I like doing that anyway so. In some of the, the photos that I have, which I don't have nearly enough, I'm the only one in a lot of them. Uh, I was their only child in the photos and with them. and But uh, we, my mom and dad, and I, my mother packed a picnic and we cruised, we were cruising around on uh, Eagle Mountain and we came up on a floating dock. You know, way out in the water, it was a stationary but a floating dock that had been weighted. and I got to sit on that floating dock and have my picnic. <laughs> and they ate in the in you know, the back of the of the boat right there by me, but I was on the floating dock, and I thought that was the biggest deal in the world. It's like I felt so grown up, so big. It was just, it's a, it's such a happy memory for me, but. Um, after my dad uh, passed away, and the, the place on Lake Whitney that my parents had worked hard on and had landscaped, and, and had a, a place, a, a small boathouse for one of the boats, and then a, a covering for the other uh, attached to the house, but very tall. To accommodate the the uh, small cabin cruiser, uh, one of the boats got stolen after uh, after my dad passed away. It was taken, and but then there was a house fire that was electrical in nature. No one was there, but it uh, it literally burned the house and the two boats up. The house burned to the ground because it was. A volunteer fire department and being way out, uh, it, the there was, response time was very bad. And so the boats burned, the boats were, the hulls were standing, but they were, uh, you know, still sitting on trailers and, but burned, burned up. Now I want to get back to that claw-footed tub, that cast iron claw, claw-footed tub, the, 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 Fire was so intense it literally burned everything to the. I mean, the refrigerator, nothing was left except that clawfooted tub. That clawfooted tub was left, and and someone we had we hired someone to come in and, and clean everything up, and we sold the the property, uh, but someone stopped by and wanted to uh, have that tub. Because it could still be cleaned up, and it was still weighed a ton. So that's my entry about uh, boating, and my father being a bit of a daredevil. But sometimes even daredevils get taken down a bit with a broken rib. I've always remembered his pain with that broken rib. So that's just yet another tale of my life, and my father's tales.